Ray. Hello. SummerSlam knee-jerk reaction episode. Your first knee-jerk reaction from you. How do you feel following SummerSlam? Um, sheesh. I don't really know how I feel. Don't, don't lie. Your emotion right now, what is it? I, I... Uh, I, I guess mixed. <laughs> I don't know. I, I Generally, on this card, I thought there was some good stuff. Uh, actually, there wasn't that much bad stuff on this card. I think WWE's been on a really good run recently with their pay-per-view. You're discontent right now. The feeling you have right now is discontent because of the main event. A little bit. Right, because they made you think Jay could win. I never thought for a second Jay could win. Ah, there were moments. I never thought for a Come second. Come on, there were moments. No, there were not. Okay. Well, my feeling right now is optimism. Uh, just like right now how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. My feeling about the pay-per-view in general, tremendous. Mm -hmm. My feeling about the last match, didn't love all the interference. That, I thought the match, okay. Hold that thought. We're going to talk about Roman Reigns, the last match. We're going to talk about a lot of the other matches. This is not going to be a long episode. It's a knee-jerk reaction. We're going to tell you how every match made us feel, and we're going to do that after this. Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. Here at Go Home Heat, our contributors focus on the stories and character arcs of the live-action drama art form. An art form dating back to Zeus, featuring Lincoln and a bear, and peaking with Robocop and Sting. In the words of Xavier Woods, the last form of theater in the round. And now, go home heat. Boom. Last match, Hello. Ray. Um, the last match. I felt, okay, my problem, I could, because this needs to be a little shortened, right? Right. So I could, I, I could have gone on like a long tangent about just how I feel like this, the Roman program has been like elongated uh, past its ex expiration date. Um, I generally feel as if I never once for a second thought Jay could win. Never. Um, pretty much since the, since the day Roman beat Cody, I was just kind of like, okay, I know exactly how this storyline is going. Um, generally I thought the match, uh, was very predictable to a fault. And I'm not saying that that's bad, but I'm saying when it... I have issues with Roman, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, not, not per, of course not personally. I don't know the guy. Uh, but, like, Roman has always been able to put out matches where I thought he could lose. He didn't do that tonight. I, like, the feeling I got from this match and is so different to any Roman match. This match didn't really feel as big as it should have felt. It was like they kept going back to their old ways, mm -hmm. right? It, it just, I do not get the benefit of any benefit of Solo Sokoa being in the Bloodline narrative. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't want to come off like I just dislike... The reason why I'm so hesitant is because I don't want to come off like I just generally dislike this whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, because I don't. 
I at one point I thought that the Bloodline storyline was this elegantly weaved together um, combination of stories, mm-hmm. uh, which is the reason why I'm so disappointed with this match. Mm-hmm. It was because at at a certain point I thought that the storyline was genuinely great, genuinely great, mm-hmm. and I. Just I can't. I don't feel that anymore. I don't care about. I I I don't care about why Jimmy betrayed Jay. I don't care. I don't care about this whole new thing going on with Solo and Roman. I think it's predictable. There's no way Solo's beating Roman at this point. Roman has reached this point where the only guy that can beat him is Cody, mm-hmm. or even maybe even if it's not Cody, just somebody at WrestleMania. Right. Okay, so I will say that I did think it had a big match feel and that I did think at times Jay had a chance to win, especially when the solo thing happened and when the thing, especially when Roman Spears solo and solo was kind of like deciding I'm going to beat them both up. Right. At that point, I felt like, oh, okay, he can do it. Okay. And, hey, to each his own. I don't love interference in matches to begin with, so a lot of this stuff with Roman I don't love. But the stories tend to make up for it with me. I get where you're going. This feels like it's going on too long. It looks as if we may. Uh, Rick, who watched this with us, he was walking out the door, and he was like, it looks like maybe, and he, I think he's got a point, this is going to turn into Solo and Jay versus Jimmy and Roman, because you know uh, that's the way it could turn into. That makes a little bit of sense. I like Jay on an island by himself. I like Jay having a chance to go be a singles wrestler. I like the idea of Jimmy being a singles wrestler. But they're not gonna do that though. They're just gonna have it be Jay and Roman, and then they're gonna Jay and Jimmy, and then they're gonna get back together again. All right. So let's move on to the other stuff. For example, though. I don't. I've already said I don't particularly like a lot of run-ins in my wrestling. Sometimes they're eloquent. Opposites world. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. They have a match. How to make you feel? I liked this match. You were for the you were for Finn. I I did. I I did feel for Finn. Uh, but I think this match is kind of how you do. Um, a type of interference thing, right? Where I think, uh, A, I didn't know who was going to win this match. Mm-hmm. And I think that <laughs> generally, I guess I just think it was like a, it, the main event done right. <laughs> okay, piggyback. Seth, Finn, go out. Right. They this The whole storyline is about how uh, Finn's working on Seth's shoulder all the time. Finn works the arm. Finn works the shoulder. Finn does the callback spots where he throws, where he throws Seth right, into the corner. Right, right. They te- what they do in this match, what Roman and Jay tried to do similarly, but for whatever reason, and the reason is because Roman has told this story with Jay before. Roman has told this story with other wrestlers before. The reason why it worked in the Seth match is because Seth and Finn are telling this story once they're telling the story of their rivalry deep they have finn playing the role 
of the madman who's been driven crazy for seven years and he's going to defeat Seth like Seth beat him. To the point in which when they try to interfere, he tells them, no, do not interfere. And then he Hmm. can't pin Seth. And he gives in because what's more important than beating this man and proving you're the better man is I just have to win. Absolutely. This man cannot, again, stand atop of me. And if you don't remember, not only had Seth beaten him twice in matches, he beat him on his way to the championship to win the win the title for Raw prior in the tournament, right, when they matched people up. Right. So Seth is... Seth has driven this man mad, and so he gives in to the fact that now it's not about who's the bitter man. Absolutely. I have to hurt this man, and I have to take the only thing that he took from me. Absolutely. And that's why it worked, because the minute he went to do that, and the timing was off, of course. Of course. But it would be off. Absolutely. It all made sense. Damien slides the briefcase in. He goes around to try to help. Seth has already taken on their entire squad, and he stands there defeated but, holy cow, he's got a little bit of breath. Finn's head's right over the top of a suitcase. Right. He stomps it. One, two, three. You know what Seth Rollins has been a whole lot of his career? A bad guy. Uh-huh. He sees a man's head over a suitcase. He knows what to freaking do. He did that when he right. had the month. Dude, that's a callback, too. Who's the greatest money in the bank casher in ever? I think you worded that a little wrong. But, yeah, I get what you're going for. The greatest no, because I'm not saying he's the greatest money in the bank guy ever, but the greatest cash in ever was Seth. Right, right, right. And Seth used to stomp people's heads on that briefcase all the time on right. its way to that. It was a callback. The whole match told the stories of their careers, mm-hmm. including the Judgment Day's implosion. Right. That's why it worked, and it was the first time we got the whole story. That's the difference between right. that match and the Roman match. I like I li- me personally. Hey. Like I told you during the match, I was I was shooting on you a little bit. I'm also for real. I don't care if Roman keeps that belt forever. I don't. I think he's fantastic. I think he tells good stories. I don't know how he gets out of this storyline to begin something unique again, though, because it feels like we're in a bit of a quagmire. It Is feels like fair? he's been telling the same story for a year. Right. But here's the problem you have. When Cena and The Rock were announced at WrestleMania, to be the next WrestleMania. Or I don't know if they were announced, but we knew. Right. What do we do now? How do we keep them dancing around until they... Right. right? Well, luckily, Rock can go off and do a movie. <laughs> Here, we have to have things for Roman to do on his way to losing Cody at Mania. Now, let's go to Cody. Cody Brock, how'd that make you feel? Um, I... It was strange. I feel like I was a little underwhelmed. But I, that's not to say that it was bad. It was very good. It was good. Brutal. Yeah. Cody is a tough bird. Yeah, but it's just, it felt, it felt like with how much, t- again, this has been, this has been a feud that's been going on since the Raw after WrestleMania. So like with how much time has been going on for this match to not really, I guess it just, it really didn't to me stand out above the other three matches that they've had. Here's the thing about wrestling. For a match to be great, right, it has to have a lead-up. It has to have a beginning. It has to have a middle. 
it has to have an ending, and all of that has to tell the story all over again. What leads in has to be retold to me during the match. That's the way it has to work, and the finish has to be excellent. Right. This match had all of that except for down the stretch with the finish. It looked like, and we could be wrong, but it really looked like Brock ripped his pants, and so they had to take it home. <laughs> yeah, you're Brock right. ripped his pants, and within 20 seconds, it was one, two, three. Right. Maybe that's the way it was written anyway. We'll never know. But it was great up until that moment. But two quick Cody, Cody uh, crossroads, right. and he's done? I don't know, man. Because I've seen Brock take seven stomps to the head and then stumble right. up and take another one, right? I, I did like the post-match thing with Brock giving Cody the thing. I thought that was well done. To your point, more important than the match, as, as, as big as that match was, Roman Reigns, to become the tribal chief, to become the, fl- the, the carrier of the flame for WWE, right. had to beat Brock Lesnar and John Cena. Absolutely. Cody Rhodes, to become the carrier of the flame, has to beat Brock Lesnar... Mm. and Roman Reigns. Mm. And Brock Lesnar holding his hand in the air and hugging him is his way of saying, this is the next guy he beat me. Mm. That's much more important storyline-wise than whether or not it should have been another three minutes. Right. Because realistically, they gave us a long time. So if it was supposed to be 20 more seconds or 40 more seconds or another crossroad, who knows? Maybe it was supposed to go home right then. I don't know. Maybe it threw me off just because his pants were ripped, so I couldn't like continue right. the focus, and right. it would have seemed a lot more cool if he hadn't had his pants. I don't know. But I do know that what is important, Brock Lesnar doesn't do a single thing. Justin pointed this out when we were watching it. Justin, he's, freak, he's one of our go-home-heat crew. Brock Lesnar does not do a single thing he doesn't want to do. Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar threw a heavyweight championship at Vince McMahon, Brock Lesnar doesn't have to hug Cody Rhodes and lift his hand up. He can take that pin, roll out of the ring silently, and walk on out unless he believes Cody's the guy to carry this company forward, a company that he has said no on multiple people by the way he behaved in the ring with them mm. over the years, and he didn't do that tonight. He mm. said, you're right, crowd. This is the guy. Agree? Absolutely. Awesome. Let's move into Ronda versus Ronda Shayna, Shayna Baszler. Weird stip. I feel like... Uh, I, th- I thought the match was awkward, yeah, and I thought it killed the crowd, too. feel like this. If you're going to have an MMA match with MMA rules, don't interfere with wrestling tropes. Right. Don't have the thing where we check to make sure they're okay and all that. Don't have them right. rolling around outside the ring. Right. Keep it in the ring. Keep it an MMA fight. Have them roll around. Justin pointed it out. Both capable of doing stuff. They had done a couple of callbacks to actual MMA matches. It could have been very good, and it was fine. Right. But it wasn't great, and I think one of the reason why it wasn't great was because the match was probably written by a wrestling person instead of letting Shayna and Ronda just work it out because they're MMA people. Maybe I'm wrong. It's okay. I'm wrong sometimes. It's fine. If I'm wrong, let me know. Now, let's move into something. Although, hey, Ronda got choked out. She left on her back. Kudos to her. This is the last time we see her. Thank you for doing that. Although I have issues with some other stuff. Hey, thank you for doing that. 
Logan Paul, Ricochet, what'd you think? I thought this was a really good opener. And I thought I thought this was one of the better matches of the night. Agree. Um not much to say other than it was a really good showcase of athleticism. What um, athletes? Logan Paul is really annoyingly good at this. <laughs> he is. And he I mean is. Ricochet's always been really good at this. Absolutely. You kept pointing so, out I, the way he can move in space is weird. It's just it's I don't understand it. They're never um, gonna get it right. He should have been Miles Morales. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I know. I just thought this was this was a really it just everything was super solid. Um, Logan goes over. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, Logan went over. But I, I don't have an issue with that. Well, he needed to win a match. Like, yeah, he's lost like every match since. But like, right. Gunther Drew match of the I night. I thought it was match of the night. Yeah, match of the night. I, I like it. I thought I, I, maybe uh, between to, this or Finn and Seth. I, I, I don't. Know. I told you before, there was a little too much interference in the Finn Seth thing for me to be. Match of the night, match of the week, match of the year. Yeah, but I thought it was perfect. I feel like I feel like if I were to go rewatch the pay per view, the, the, those two matches would be my takeaway. Would be Drew Gunther and Finn Seth. Gunther Drew to me was match of the night. Moment of the night we'll get to. Yeah, but they beat the heck out of each other. Absolutely. Both those guys are going to be black and blue in their chests. Drew McIntyre. I have my issues with Drew. If you listen to the show, you'll hear him again. Like Seth. I, Ray said about Roman, you know, he didn't know the guy. Look, I don't know, Drew. He, he seems like a wonderful man. But for some reason, he's always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I've never gotten over it. But I will never say that man can't work once the bell rings. Mm. He is a spectacular professional wrestler. There is nothing he can't do. I had this weird thought today of they could turn him into the <laughs> – you could give him the Undertaker's gimmick. <laughs> he could do it. He could. He could do Taker's gimmick. I he mean, could. to be fair, he could do most. He could do Seth's gimmick. He could do anybody's <laughs> gimmick. He has the physical coordination at his size to do anybody. He could do Ricochet's gimmick, but right. just about anybody else. You yeah. know, he's, he's so good at pro wrestling. And Gunther is. Hey, I've said uh, we we kidded around. I say Ilya Dragunov is on the best run of anybody right now. Gunther's on that same kind of run. Absolutely. He's, you know, every pay-per-view, he has Record-setting run, too. Yeah. Record-setting in kayfabe, but also record-setting in performances. This right. guy is back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, going back to when he was wrestling Dragunov. Absolutely. Some of the best matches you'll ever see. Dragunov. Absolutely. This was no, no different. Gunther gets the win. He hit every single finisher on Drew, but it was clean. Absolutely. You beat Drew McIntyre clean in WWE in this WWE in this age. You've done something. I do think I do think Drew might need a little something after this. Maybe like a heel turn. A heel turn. I, you know, him going after Seth after a heel turn would be real good. Yeah, but he'd have to take the belt off Seth though. That might oh, hurt you a little bit. That would hurt so bad. Yeah, that hurt you. a little And bit. I've seen. I mean, I wouldn't mind at all. I've seen Seth have great matches with Drew for. I mean, I think I think I've seen that for mid card title for a heavyweight title Absolutely. with with each one holding the belt differently, and they were all bangers. Absolutely. One of the best matches of Drew's career as champ was against Seth. Absolutely. Okay, so let's move on to moment of the night: Oscar, Charlotte, Bianca. Had a match, and I thought 
it had some issues early on. I don't yeah. know what they were, but the moves were good. It just there I, was no a lot of times when you have a match like this with three guys, somebody's yeah. got to be the guy getting beat up a lot. Yeah. And here you were trying to kind of even Stevens it. And so it might be a little harder. And each person does impact moves, so there's a little bit of a pause. But when there's three people, right? pauses are weird when it's three people, right? Because it's supposed to be pop, 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 right? right? But there's no Shawn Michaels in this match. There's no Seth in this match. There's no person to get beat up. Right. They all get beat up. They all deliver beatings. They're all powerful performers. Asuka being this great kick MMA right. strike monster. Bianca being this John Cena type uber athletic, impactful, and Charlotte being a freak of her own nature. But then it got going pretty good. Right. Then Bianca hurts her knee, kayfabe. Right. They're setting it up. We didn't know what they were setting up. Right. We thought, oh, why are they doing all of this just for her to lose or to win or whatever? And then we thought, oh, why did they do all of this for her to get put in a figure eight and lose? And then she's in the figure eight. We have... Asuka blow the green mist onto Charlotte, costing Charlotte the match. Asuka gets rolled up, one, two, three, and we're also frustrated because, ugh, why can't Asuka win her own belt? Which is a different story for another day. Right. But then we get the greatest moment of our lives. Was that hyperbole? I, I don't know. I, um... uh, Asuka gets pinned in a roll-up. Bianca wants her belt back. Io Shirai's music hits. Absolutely. Io Sky now. Sorry. Bailey, who's been, they've been teasing Bailey and Io having a problem with one another. Mm -hmm. But Bailey's leading the charge. Briefcase in hand. Smokes Charlotte with it. Smokes Asuka with it. Nice details because they're not supposed to interfere. So them stopping and smoking both of them makes sense. Right. Boom, we get to the ring. We turn into thing. What do they call the, her moonsault now? I have no idea. what the, Do they call her moonsault? They had a new, a new name for it. They call her the genius of the sky. Right, but they, they changed the name of the moonsault on us, I think. It's like the moonius salt or something like that. <laughs> but it was, it was absolutely... Her, her moonsault is fantastic. I, when she was the champion of NXT, I thought she was the best female wrestler in the world, and I thought she was showcasing that on the show, and I got more and more frustrated when I saw how few people were watching this in a division that had Rhea Ripley and Gonzalez, Bianca, right. and Dakota Kai, and then they bring down Sasha, and I'm like, what are we doing? She's so great. And here we have her. As she wins, she gets the belt. She is atop of this division. She can have an issue with Bailey if they want. Bailey can cost her the title. She can get into it with Bianca. She can get into it with Asuka. She can get into it with Charlotte. She has help to keep the belt on her in a I'm littler than you, Shawn Michaels, but I got DX with me kind of way. Right. We could keep it on her for a little while or she could be a transitional champ. It's the opposite of Roman Reigns. Absolutely. We know... No clue where this goes. No idea. Right? Same with Seth. Seth is vulnerable. Absolutely. He can lose. He doesn't have help. Absolutely. And so, I mean, just a tweak here and there, this would have been one of the great, great pay-per-views. Right. But it was just great. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we, we completely missed out on the Battle Royal, which I thought was super fun. 
talk about it. No, I just, there's not much fun. It was just a really fun battle royal. It was. And you know what made it fun? LA Night won. All of us. All of us. That whole crowd, 60,000-ish. Me, you, and the and Rick and Justin, all rooting for LA Night. Absolutely. You know what we got? LA Night. What we wanted. And the thing, this is what was beautiful about this story. Two things. We might get a Miz. Yeah. We might get a Miz Waller tag team. <laughs> kind of cool. They had a nice little finishing move they did together. That'd be fun. That was kind of cool. Looks like we're going to get AJ and Cross continuation. That's fine. Whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. But the match was booked so that LA Knight looked big in big moments. And it was they crescendoed the storyline to where he would win against the most formidable foe, Sheamus, who he already had issues with earlier in the week. Absolutely. Chef's kiss. Just just great. great. Went out there and gave us what we wanted. Absolutely. What's the problem with that, you know? Dude, well, you can't do that all the time. No, you can't. Because so sometimes you have to tell the story improperly. <laughs> okay. But, dude... It was a great night. It, it was fun. It was a fun night. Folks, thank you for giving us your time. I want to say thank you to uh, my guy at the Gen Project. He's been with us since day one on this thing. I appreciate it. We're closing in on 500 episodes. I want to say thank you to the Daily Smart for putting our pods out there. There's another company that's picked us up to put us out there for you to listen to that you can listen through. They do uh, gaming entertainment uh, podcasts and shows on their app and we'll be talking about that more and more as we go through this and I want to say thank you for listening check us out interact with us on the Twitter machine interact with us on the FB uh, interact anytime you get a chance with us tell us what you think and enjoy pro wrestling great Go home.